1: back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quickets, Wednesday, April 18th edition. Quite an entertaining Tuesday. It's nice when one of the guys we want the most gets it done in Patrick Corbin. doesn't always work out that way, so we like it, and we live it up while we can. Trevor Cahill got it in, Kluber, McCullers, you name it. Most of it worked out pretty well. Trinos, not so much, but $4,700, that's the gamble you take. Uh, the Bats... You know, Astros didn't go off as expected, but everybody was on that, so pivoting was a good call. Yeah, that uh, Milwaukee-Cincinnati game just baffling, absolutely baffling there. But all in all, good night yet again. Let's move on to Wednesday where we have a split slate, six-game early, seven-game main slate. So we're going to do them both for you. We're going to bang them out. We're going to start with the six-game early slate where it's uh, it, it's interesting. But before we get into both – let me give you the totals on the day. We got the kicking it off. First thing, Rockies-Pirates is not on either slate. For some reason, typical DraftKings, it starts a half hour too early to add it to the rest of the slate. But We got Orioles-Tigers at 9, Rangers-Rays 8.5, Reds-Brewers 9, Cardinals-Cubs 7.5. Watch the weather in that one. I'll talk about that in a minute. White Sox-A's 8.5, Royals-Blue Jays 9, Indians-Twins 7.5 again in Puerto Rico, Nationals met seven and a half, Phillies, Braves eight and a half, Gigantes, Diamondbacks eight, Red Sox, Angels eight, Astros, Mariners eight, Dodgers, Padres seven and a half. So we have three nines, two eight and a halves. Those are on the early slates. On the late slate, we have one eight and a half, and it's all eights and seven and a halves. So good pitching, as we will talk about late, early on. We're gonna love the bats and cross our fingers on the pitching, and it'll make for a fun full day of MLB DFS action. So let's get at that early six-game slate. Highest-priced arm is Cole Hamels at 10-3. No, thank you. I uh, get it. It's the Rays. They can be beat up. You know, Matt Moore shut him down. But the night before, Martin Perez got lit up by him. Cole Hamels is getting guys out with his changeup. If his changeup's not there, his fastball is mediocre at best. It's, there's batting practice, practice pitchers that throw that fastball better. And that fastball's giving up so much hard contact. It is ridiculous right now. So if you want to pitch him, go for it. I'm going to pick my poison elsewhere and take my gambles elsewhere. I think there's upside at $6,000, guys, the same upside as Cole Hamels today. So that's where I'm looking there. But uh, I will give a look at J.A. Happ at $9,600 going up for the Toronto Blue Jays at home against the Kansas City Royals. Royals, I mean, uh, Happ's been pretty good, 28.1 at Baltimore, 20.6 at home against the Chicago White Sox. Happ rarely, knock on wood, gets beat up in his last two starts. He's managed nine strikeouts in both of those starts. He's going to be going up against a Kansas City team, striking out over 27% of the time versus left-handed pitching. So Hap is definitely a guy, limits the hard contact, definitely one to look into. you got Kansas City with their team total of about 4.1. Uh, lefties 224, righties 325. So there are some concerns, but for cash games, I definitely like Hap. And for GPPs on this slate, there's only four pitchers I'm going to give you out of the 12 possible ones that I'm looking at. And Hap is one of them at 96 no John Lester for me. The Cardinals own John Lester. I'm not a John Lester guy, um, and I mentioned the weather. The weather is really, really bad. Wind's blowing in from center field, and like 70 to 80% chances of rain. Would not be shocked if this one gets rained out. They're division guys. They can reschedule it with ease. Uh, that one should get rained out. Only other weather issue on the day slate, and it's not even bad. Wind's blowing out to right field about 10 miles an hour, Oakland, and the White Sox. So overall, weather is really, really good. But uh, that St. Louis-Chicago, I would not be shocked if it's rained out. But if it isn't, Cardinals bats all day long. Next pitcher I'm looking at, Andrew Triggs, 8500 bucks at home for the Oakland A's against the Chicago White Sox. Triggs uh, coming off his worst start of the year at Seattle, five innings, five hits, two earned, four strikeouts for 11.1. But prior to that, he's only going five, five and a two-thirds his other two starts. But, He's given up no more than two run runs in any start. It's just he had more strikeouts in his first two. So he got you 21.2 at the Angels and 19.7 home against Texas. And I want to mention that because those were his two big strikeout games. And now he's going up against a Chicago White Sox team that we know strikes out a lot. We had uh, Mengden throw a great Monday night. Trevor Cahill on Tuesday night got it done for us very, very nicely. And they strike out 24% of the time for straight-handed pitching. So Triggs, with his great ground ball rate of over 51%, Limits the hard contact is in a really good spot against the Chicago White Sox, who have a team total of 3.84, one of the lower ones on the day slate. Lefties 284, righties 327 against triggs, so definitely a guy I'll be looking at 8500. You know, it's scary when pitchers don't go that deep, especially for the win, but just in general racking up those counting stats you're looking for. But on this slate, this is definitely a guy I can take a look at. Now we'll drop down to Kevin Gossman, 6400 bucks at the Detroit Tigers. We've known it for over a year now. We figured it out last year. Everyone talked about it. When Caleb Joseph's catching for him, he pitches great. When he doesn't have Caleb Joseph, it's a disaster. Here's the caveat. It's a day game after a night game, so you're going to see a lot of catchers getting the day off and and Joseph caught last night. So there's a good chance that uh, Cisco gets to start behind the dish, and he has struggled with Cisco. So if you're really, really worried about that, then leave it alone. Don't worry about it. But if you're not, Gossman's in a pretty good spot against the Detroit Tigers. We know he's got big-time strikeout stuff. Um, the, the the damage can be there. We can be scared about the long ball with him. But it's a depleted Tigers lineup, not the scariest of lineups. And um, they do strike out almost 20% of the time to go with Gossman's 20% K rate. When you're looking at the Detroit Tigers, they have a team total of 4.5. Lefties 358, righties 344. So it's extremely risky, as we expected, but the upside's tremendous with him. It's like a boomer bust. At 6400 bucks. he can get you 25-plus points, or he can get you five or less. It's just what you're going to get with Gossman. It's the gamble you're going to have to take on a slate like this. So Gossman is on my agenda. The last one I'll be looking at is a Tampa Bay pitcher, and we saw uh, Yanni Trinos get beat up by Texas, and Texas can beat Jacob Faria up as well. But Faria at 6200 bucks brings a lot of upside to this matchup. Um, He had 6.2 his first start at home against Boston, minus 18.3 at Boston. So he got beat up by Boston twice. He got away from Boston, and he faced Philadelphia at home, five and a third, two hits, one earned, seven strikeouts for 21.6 DraftKings points. Facing a Texas team today that strikes out quite a bit as well. We're talking the likes of uh, 25.5% of the time to go with his 22.6% K rate. So the K upside will definitely be there. And when you look at Texas, their team total of 3.9. It's like middle of the pack, actually rather low for the day slate. Lefty's 279, righty's 317. So he's got the reverse splits working for him. It's, again, the day slate is a rocky, rocky slate when it comes to pitching. So I'm going to take my value and I'm going to run with it and get the bats that we can load up and play with. I might leave some money on the table if we take some different bats, as we'll talk about. But uh, Faria definitely is in a really good spot, really good stuff. He got beat up by Boston twice. That happens to a lot of people look at Shohei Atani on Tuesday night. got beat up by Boston. Um, it was home run derby in Anaheim. So give me some Jacob Faria. So your four pitchers on your day slate. J.A. Happ at 96, Triggs at 85, Gossman at 64, and Jacob Faria at 62. Like those quite a bit. Uh, let's take a look at your bats on your day slate. You kick it off at the catcher's position. Um... Yachty Molina, if that game plays, he has great, great career stats versus Leicester, so keep an eye on that one. Uh, Tucker Barnhart versus Zach Davies. Uh, Barnhart's been playing really well. He had the night off last night. He came in late, had a couple at-bats, got a couple more knocks. Uh, so there's something to definitely like there, but he's been super productive, um, multi, like five-plus points and four straight outings. At 3,500, he is in play that price tags jump, and we used to get him like 2,200 bucks last year. So definitely on the rise. we at got a guy like Russell Martin at 34 versus Ian Kennedy. Kennedy's having a you know, smoke and mirror type year, but the hard contact is still massively there with Ian Kennedy and a big-time fly ball guy. He's only got a 35% ground ball rate and a 20% K rate. So you do the math on that, he's got about a 45% fly ball rate and a 42% hard contact rate. There's a lot to like about the Toronto Blue Jays, and the Toronto Blue Jays have the highest total at the moment on the slate at 4.85. Lefty's 325, righty's 333. So a guy like Russell, the love muscle, at 3400 bucks could be in play for you and the Toronto Blue Jays as a whole could definitely be in play. Now, it was a double hitter on Tuesday for Toronto so if Martin's out, you got a guy like Luke Molley at 3200. It's not sexy by any means, everybody goes, "Oh, who's Luke Molly?" He's only a guy that's got in his last few games 10-9-16-12. The four games he spotted in for Russell Martin 10-9-16-12. me repeat that 10-9-16-12 and he's facing Ian Kennedy. So Luke Molley at 32 could definitely be in play. You go down a little farther, it gets a little bleaker on this slate, but uh, you look at guys, maybe um, Wilson Ramos. I know he's played back-to-back games. He's tore it up for us. He had a big home run on Tuesday night, and then he had a double-digit performance the night before. If he does crack the lineup at 28, he's worth a look. Bruce Maxwell at 28 versus uh, Carson Fulmer of the White Sox. Uh, he's a mess. The A's are the third highest total at 4.7. Lefties 359. Righty's 250 off Carson Fulmer. So a guy like Bruce Maxwell at 28 is definitely a value play if you need to go that route. Um, Chance Cisco at 27, if he gets to start for Baltimore, could be in play. Uh, maybe Kirk Casale for Tampa Bay at 26 if Romulus is out. Check your lineups. Usually on, especially day games after night games, you get a ton of value at the catcher's position. First base, 8 to the Rizzo against Weaver at 48. It's not horrible. I'll go back to the Joey Votowell at 47. Uh, Good night two nights ago for 10 points. Uh Tuesday night he was okay, I think he got you like six or seven points. He's slowly getting that back going and going up against a guy like Zach Davies, who's definitely a hit or miss, and a Cincinnati team with a team total of four point two left three thirty three right he's three twenty seven so Joey Votto at forty seven is definitely worth the look. But if you go hundred bucks cheaper, justin smoke at forty six we already mentioned uh targeting Ian Kennedy, so smoke is worth a play. Eric Thames still on fire. he's crushed the Reds all last year, especially in April. Does it again? Goes deep on Tuesday night. He's 4400 against Zach uh, against uh, Tyler uh, Tyler Malle. Brewers have the second highest total. They're behind the, the Blue Jays and right before the A's. They have a 4.8 total. Lefties 413, righties 308 versus Tyler Malle. So Eric Thames is very very much in play in this one. Matt Olson at 43 is intriguing. If you want to go that route, if you're not using Faria... Joey Gallo at four thousand always in play with that upside. Uh, Trey Mancini, first base outfield, eligible thirty seven versus uh, Mr. Matt Boyd. Baltimore has the fifth highest total at four point five. Lefty's two eighty, but righty's three fifty one with some power off of Matt Boyd. Uh, Mancini went deep on Tuesday night, so thirty seven hundred bucks worth a shot as well. Jose Martinez versus Lester could be in play if that game is playing. CJ Cron versus Cole Hamels at thirty four. If you're targeting Hamels. I mentioned the Rays. That's another reason. Hamels is 10-3, the most expensive pitcher, with the Rays at the fourth highest total at 4.6. So do the math on that. Lefty's 225, righty's 334. So CJ Cron at 34, worth a shot as well. As you can tell, lots of bats on this day slate. Uh, You go down a little more like uh, Roberto Guzman of the Texas Rangers, or Ronaldo Guzman, I'm sorry, Ronald Guzman at 2,900 bucks. He's worth a shot. Another big night on Tuesday night from him against Faria. Uh, other than that, check your lineups and see what comes out because there's not too much more below uh, Guzman that I'd look at. Second base, Solarte at 4K. He went deep on Tuesday. Second base, third base, eligible at 4K. Worth a shot. Our boy Jed Lowry on his birthday Tuesday night went deep yet again. $4,000 definitely in play. Probably a must play unless you're playing Solarte. is outstanding. You just can't can't hate it. Yohan Mankata at 36, not bad. He had a homer and a stolen base. Decent night on Tuesday. Scooter Jeanette at 35. Nice value play there as well in the middle of that lineup. Um, other than that, there's really not much at the second base. Drew Robertson at twenty nine hundred, second base shortstop eligible. Right-handed bat versus Cole Hamels as a nice value option there. But uh, see what else pops out when the lineups drop. Third base, you got Chris Bryant. Matt Chapman at 44 versus Fulmer is very, very nice. Solarte mentioned him at 4,000. Uh, Travis Shaw at 36, super cheap. he mentioned how lefties crush Tyler Molle. So a guy like Travis Shaw is definitely in play there. Adrian Beltre at 33 versus uh, Jacob Faria. Not bad if you're not using Faria at all. Uh, Tim Beckham, 3,100. Right-handed pop against Boyd is a good value play. Uh, Jed Jericho, if that game plays against Leicester at 29, good career history versus Leicester. So keep an eye on him as well. And then Danny Valencia for Baltimore at 2,800. He plays a lot versus lefties. Hits lefties really, really well. He's a good value play against Boyd as well as so Danny Valencia at twenty-eight. Someone to keep an eye on. Shortstop, 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 shortstop. Manny Machado is five thousand dollars, and it's not it's not out of out of line. It's really not. Um, definitely worth a look there. Paul DeYoung at forty-two. Tim Anderson at four thousand. Not so much there, but uh, DeYoung at forty-two, I do like as an option in that matchup. Uh, if Chad Pender gets the play at 32. I don't mind him. Marcus Simeon at 32 also against Fulmer. Simeon's been hitting at the top of that order, so he could be in for an interesting ball game there. Other than that, Drew Robinson mentioned him already at 29. Denny Echeverria, decent history versus Hamels. Not a good year, but he's 2800 bucks hitting second in that raise order. So a nice right-handed option there if you choose to go that route. Let's go to outfield where it'll be locked and loaded. You got Tommy Pham at 47, K with the Chris Davis at 46. Those are good plays. Like always, you're know, like Lorenzo Cain at 43. I, I like him leading off against Male, especially if you're stacking the Brew Crew. That's a good stack piece. Uh, Christian Yelich was activated from the DL on Tuesday. He's expected to start on Wednesday. So 4200 for Christian Yelich, a left-handed bat versus Male. Very nice look. Very very nice look. Adam Jones 41 versus Boyd is in play. If you're getting a hint of who we're targeting, you got it. Adam Duvall at 4,000, not bad. He's heating up a little bit, so you can keep an eye on him. A guy like Curtis Granderson at 37 versus Ian Kennedy. I like that a lot for some sub-4K value in the outfield. Trey Mancini at 37, we talked about him already. I like that as well. Uh, Nomar Mazzara at 34 could be in play for you if you're not using Faria. Matt Joyce, top of the order for Oakland at 34 uh, against Fulmer, very much in play also. Uh, Billy Hamilton at 32 and Jesse Winker at 32, both guys, whichever one's leading off is the one I'd lean to more so if you're stacking the Reds. Uh, If you go down farther, um, Malik Smith, 3K, maybe. I I prefer a a righty on the mound, but I can get with it if you need to go that route. Other than that, maybe uh, Anthony Santander for Baltimore, 2,900 bucks. If he cracks the lineup, switch hitter, a little bit of pop. uh, He could be a value play down below. Drew, uh, not Drew Robinson. um, we, no, we're not talking about him. Sorry. Um, tch, 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 other than that, I think uh, Harrison Bader at 27 versus Lester. I do like that if he cracks the And Paulo Orlando at 27 versus uh, J.A. Happ if you need a little little bit of uh, Royals love if you're not using Happ. But uh, I'm thinking it might be. So there it is. There is your six-game day slate. Recapping your pitch in real quick for you. you got Jay Happ at 96, Triggs at 85, Gossman at 64, Jacob Faria at 62 um, if you have any questions on your bats or anything let me know I'll do the the uh, BVP at the end to help you out there but before we get to the 7 game main slate let me talk to you about draft. Draft.com and draft in your app store it is the coolest new way to play fantasy sports snake style drafts or so you can do head to heads 3 mans, 6 mans, 8 mans 10 mans, all kinds of cool drafts or hey if you just want to pick a team, dream team uh, and it's just tons of fun drafts take less than five minutes to get paid out the next day you can do running tournaments or just single day tournaments whatever you prefer um, when you when you deposit for the first time you get entry into a free three dollar tournament by using promo code sd sports when you check out so uh, check out draft and draft uh, draft. com draft in your app store promo code sd sports and try out the newest cool way to play fantasy sports uh, i really like it. if you have questions hit me up i will help you out and uh, direct you through it and get you all set up, ready to rock and roll. Now let's get to that seven-game main slate we were looking at. We got uh, some much, much better pitching, and it kicks us. Oh, weather concerns. Washington at the Mets, wind blowing out to right at 12 miles an hour. Philadelphia, Atlanta blowing in from right at 15. Other than that, for now, looks great. Keep checking your weather throughout the day as things change. top price pitcher, Garrett Cole at $11,900. And he has earned every penny of that this year. He's been the best pitcher in baseball. I'll say it. The best, at least DraftKings wise, the best pitcher in baseball. 36.8, 34.8, 36.8. Texas, San Diego at Texas. This is at the Seattle Mariners. We just saw Dallas Keuchel shut him down on Monday. Lance McCullers, 11K is looking filthy on Tuesday. And, you know, there could be a hiccup. There really could be. But I'm not counting on it. A 3.65 total for the Mariners. Lefty's 3.25. Righty's 2.92. When you're looking at Garrett Cole, uh, the Mariners only strike out 20% of the time, but I already told you that's been remedied by Lance McCullers. He's got a 44.5% ground ball rate, a 10.2% swinging strike, and a K rate of over 25%. I love Garrett Cole. I have no problem using him on uh, Wednesday if you feel the need. When you drop down a little farther, there's Jose Barrios at 11,000. Don't mind it at all. I just don't really want to get in front of Cleveland because their implosion's happening soon. They got like three homers on Tuesday. They woke up a little over the weekend. Um, Barrios pitching back at home could be big or for a young kid that adrenaline could hurt him. And that's the part I'm worried about because he is super pumped on this. Paul Molitor came out uh, in a press conference before Tuesday's game saying he purposely set the rotation in spring so Berrios will get the pitch in Puerto Rico. That's awesome. I am so happy for him that he gets to do it. But as a young kid, that adrenaline and the adrenaline dump after can be very scary. I hope he pitches great. I'm just not going to use him. I'll pay up for Garrett Cole, or I'll pay down for his opponent in that matchup, Carlos Carrasco, at $10,500 against those Minnesota Twins. Carrasco's been very good to start the year, coming off a 33.8-point performance against the Detroit Tigers. He'll be going to Puerto Rico to face the Twins, who strike out 25% of the time. So definitely uh, on the radar there. And when you're looking at the Twins, uh, team total, uh, the lowest on the slate at 3.3. The lowest on the slate, or tied for the lowest on the slate with the San Diego Padres. So the Minnesota Twins, lefty's 311, righty's 264. So I'll, I'll go down off of Barrios or go up. I'll go up to Cole or down to Carrasco. There's one other guy, uh, 10K, Robbie Ray. Yes, he's been struggling this year. And he's pitched really good at home in his career. He's coming off an 11.7 at the Giants He against the Giants again on Wednesday. And we saw Patrick Corbin absolutely dice them up on Tuesday. Uh, Evan Longoria was scratched. He's a big lefty killer. Ray's biggest problem is walks. We've said it forever. Walk, walk, walk. But he still has six or more Ks in every start this year. Facing a Giants team, striking out over 23% of the time right now. Ray's striking out almost 33% of the batters he faces, but he's walking over 11%. That's his killer. And he's given up 41% hard contact. So at ten thousand, it is extremely risky. The reason I want to talk about them is there's tremendous upside against the Giants anytime you face them. They have a three point eight total, lefties two eighty seven, righties two ninety versus Robbie Ray. And the big thing, like I mentioned with Lance McCullers on for Tuesday, the way Ray's been pitching, his ownership will be extremely low, except maybe after Corbin dealing on Tuesday, it might raise people's opinion. But overall, I think if people are going in the five digits, they're going to Crasco, Barrios, Cole. They're going that route, so I think you can get a discount. On Robbie Ray when it comes to ownership, it's risky, but I do like it against the Giants because as a Giants fan, this offense it's better than it has been, but it's still very, very sketch. So Ray at ten thousand is a play, and I think he starts to bounce back here pretty soon. But if you're nervous about it, don't use him. He is very risky for that price tag. No questions about it. Uh, the last guy up top here before we drop down quite a bit is Kent Mayeta at ninety-seven hundred dollars. This isn't a guy that I like to target a lot. I was actually really impressed with the way he pitched last season out of the bullpen towards the end of the year in the playoffs, and I thought maybe they'd, they'd leave him there. He's coming off a start against the Diamondbacks where he got 1.8 points. He had 5.1 at the Giants and then 31.7 at home against the Giants. The biggest reason I want to mention him is he's facing the San Diego Padres. And, yes, San Diego's got some better hitters, but most of their hitters come from the right side. Uh, when you're looking at Quinta Maeda, you got a pitcher that uh, – where did he go? There he is. Uh, he strikes out twenty six percent of the batters he faces with a sw- swinging strike rate at twelve point six, very low hard contact. And San Diego strikes out twenty six percent of the time. San Diego's a team last year we picked on a lot. We'll pick up on a lot this year. They have the set. They're tied for the lowest total with the Twins. We liked Carrasco. We like Quintanilla. Lefties at three thirty five. Righties two seventy seven. They don't have a ton of lefties. You got uh, Eric Hosmer. You got Franchi Cordero. Maybe they sneak, they sneak a Spangenberg in there or something. So they'll have a few but not a ton to light the world on fire. So Kenta Maeda at 97 could be very, very intriguing, hopefully low-owned, and an interesting option. So your four pitchers at 97 or above, you got Garrett Cole, 1, uh, Carlos Carrasco, 2, Kenta Maeda, 3, Robbie Ray, 4. Ray and Mayeta are kind of interchangeable. It just depends on your risk level. But Cole and Carrasco, by far and away, the top two guys up top. Now, it's not even just me dropping down after my end of the next guy, $7,700. bucks. i am going to go to 7300 to Tanner Roark of the Washington Nationals at the New York Mets. we got to be a little worried just for the fact in his career, roark has been worse on the road than at home, but not like dramatically worse. Nothing to really get scared about. And Actually, this year's best start has been on the road. He had 15-1 at, at home against Colorado, 13-9 at home against these Mets, where he went five innings, gave up five earned, two homers, four walks, but nine Ks. And then he had 26.8 at Atlanta. Now he's at the Mets, and we've seen Cindergard and DeGrom do their thing, dirty, dirty. And now we get uh, Tanner Roark facing this Mets team, which strikes out 22% of the time. He has a very low hard contact rate, a great ground, ground ball rate of 47%. So there's a lot to like there. When you look at the Mets, um, they have like the 4th or 5th lowest total at 3.7. Lefty's 357, righty's 257. Jay Bruce might be out of the lineup again, so keep an eye on that. That would be tremendous for him. You do have Conforto, and, you know, as Dribble Cabrera is crushing it, Brandon Nemo. There are targets to target against Rourke. But for $7,300, this is definitely upside material at that price tag. Next up you go Vinny Velasquez at $7,100. This guy is, if he's healthy, he's always been really good, especially in good strikeout situations. He faced Atlanta to start the year. He got beat up, two and two-thirds. Seven runs, four earned, four Ks for minus .6. Since him against the Marlins, 24.5 at Tampa Bay, 24. We just saw Nick Pavetta shut down the Braves, and I forget who threw Monday, he shut them down pretty good too. So yes, there's risk, but the Braves strike out almost 20, 20% of the time. You got 22% K rate for Velasquez. Hard contact, not ideal. I'll be honest, 35% doesn't make you all warm and fuzzy. But the Braves have a 4.3 total. Lefty's 362, righty's 335. So it's a GPP play that when he's on, he's got that 25 point potential. He also has a potential to get blown up. So keep that in mind with Vinny Velasquez. But at 7100 bucks, there's not a ton down below in the 7K range that you like. So the two 7K pitchers, I got Tanner Rourke, one, Vinny Velasquez, two. Now we drop all the way down. We skip the 6K range and we're going bargain hunting. We're going Trevor Cahill hunting. Hopefully we get a little more Cahill. Then we get, uh, uh, then we get, uh, what you would call it, uh, Yanni Trinos. Sorry, I just I, I got brain farted because I did my research. They had Tyson Ross pitching, and now he's out, and they got Luis Perdomo in. I don't like Perdomo. I wanted Tyson Ross. So then we'll go all the way down to forty eight hundred bucks to Chris Stratton of the San Francisco Giants. Yes, he's in Arizona, which can be dicey, but he's coming off a twenty five point four point performance at the Dod- or at the Padres. Then against the Dodgers twice, 8-5, 10-4. Four. It's 4800 bucks. It's the gamble you're going to take. He's a, a guy that's not going to light the world on fire when it comes to strikeouts, but he's facing a D-backs team that strikes out almost 25% of the time. He strikes out close to 20%. Walks can be an issue with Stratton, but he's a good ground ball guy. Limits the hard contact. D-backs have a 4.2 total. Not that bad for a guy priced at 4800 bucks. Lefty's $327. Righty's 282 so there's a few lefties there that can't hurt him, but as a whole, I don't mind Stratton at that price tag at 4800 bucks. because plus the rest of these low-priced options aren't ideal. you got you know Tyler Skaggs against Boston. I'm not getting in the way of Boston. I'm sorry. If Skaggs dominates, tip your cap. Stephen Matz against the Nats, I'll watch that one. Brandon McCarthy after getting his shoulder dislocated facing Philly, no thank you. Perdomo, no. Leak, no. So Chris Stratton, that's the guy. <laughs> after Vinny Velasquez, Stratton's the guy at 4800 bucks. That's where we're looking. So, recapping your pitching up top, you got Cole, Carrasco, Maeda, and Ray. In the middle, you got Rourke and Velasquez. Down below, you got Chris Stratton. So, as you can tell, you might have to just bite the bullet and save some money on the bats. Let's talk about those bats. Catcher's position, you got Yasmani Grandal at 38 versus Perdomo. If you're facing Perdomo, lefties crush Perdomo. So, this is definitely an option for Grandal at 38. Uh, Buster Posey versus Ray. If you're fading Ray, Posey is an option at 37. Uh, Brian McCann he went deep on Tuesday night, thirty six hundred versus Leak. Don't hate it. Astros have a four three five total lefties three twenty four, righties three zero nine versus Mike Leak. Uh, so definitely an option for Brian McCann in that matchup. Uh, the farther down you go, you could have got a guy like Christian Vasquez catching for the Red Sox at thirty two hundred. If you are attacking Tyler Skaggs, the Red Sox team total. Where'd you go, Boston? You're usually way up here. No way. Boston's team total is 3.6. Lefties, 2.96. Righties, 3.34. So look at uh, Mr. Velasquez at 32 if you're going that direction. Farther down for some value plays, um, you could look at switch hitting Matt Weider's at 29. If not, Pedro Severino should be a nice value. Um, if he cracks the lineup wherever he's at, I didn't see him on there. So make sure Severino's around and he can um, crack that one for you. Um, Blake Swihart probably won't get the start. Alex Avila at 28 is a guy, though. If he's catching for Arizona against Stratton, 2800 bucks, definite upside in that matchup. Cut off 18 points on Monday night. He could be an interesting place. The other Severino at 28, don't know how I just went right past him, but he's an option as well. So see what comes out in the lineups. You'll find some value per the use. Let's go to first base where we'll be loaded. Freeman at 51 is in play. Goldie at 48. Like both of them. Uh, Hanley Ramirez loves facing lefties at 46, so he's a very intriguing play. You got Belly Bombs at 45 versus Pordomo is, it, is also worth a look. Uh, Carlos Santana, he's going to start hitting eventually. Uh, if you want to wait, I don't blame you anymore. You got Hosmer at 42 versus Maeda. Hosmer went deep off Kimley Jansen on Tuesday night. Uh, the farther around you go, you got like Ryan Zimmerman. Does hit lefties well at 4,000. Yonder Alonso at 4,000 for fading burials, but that's very, very risky. The farther you go, like Adrian Gonzalez, 35, is a lefty versus Tanner Roark. If you want to go that route, it'll be very, very low-owned in that matchup. Uh, Marvin Gonzalez at 33 versus Leak. Louis Valbuena at 33 versus Porcello. Could be interesting as well. Um, But see what else comes out. You know, like Logan Morrison versus Carrasco at 3K. It's tough. Um, Vogelbach versus Garrett Cole, that's a tough one as well at 29. So see what comes out. As you can tell already, bats are a lot better on the early slate than they are on the late one. Second base, you got Altuve at 5K versus Leak. He's uh, definitely slumping for Altuve standards, but a good look as well. Uh, Ozzie Albee's at 44. Cesar Hernandez at 43 I love again versus McCarthy. Cesar had another big night on Tuesday night. Phillies team total is 4.2. lefties 284, righties 316. Kind of reverse splits versus McCarthy, but I still like Cesar Hernandez at 43. Don't, like, don't mind him at all. You go down farther like Robbie Cano, he took McCullers deep in the first on Tuesday night. He's 4,100 if you want to fade Cole or just kind of have a one-off in those kind of matchups. Um, sometimes it's not like completely fading a guy if you're just not using him and you want to have leverage because, like, everybody's going to use the popular pitcher. Like, say everyone used Corey Kluber tonight or on Tuesday night and you wanted to use, like, Dozier and Sineau just to be different. Like, I'm not saying full stack attack a guy, but if you want to have one or two bats to, to be different in case he blows up, that'll help you out. It's so the little things like that. Cano. Could be that guy, if you're not using Cole, that he could get a zero because Cole just dominates. But if Cole struggles, Cano could have a big day and no one's going to own him. And you don't have to go all in on the Mariners at the same time. Uh, As Drupal Cabrera at 38, it's a really, really good play at at, uh, at second base against Tanner Rourke if you're not using Rourke. I like that quite a bit. Uh, Eduardo Nunes, if he gets to start, he's 37 for Skagg, second base shortstop eligible. Howie Kendrick, second base outfield, loves facing lefties. He's 3,500. Versus uh, Steven Matz, he had 18 points on Monday night. So he's hitting lefties really, really well. He's actually having a good start to the season overall. When you look at your Washington Nationals, a 3-8 total. Lefties, 323. Righties, 370 off of Steven Matz. So Kendrick at 35 is uh, definitely worth a look. Cattell Marte, second base shortstop for Stratton at 34. is not horrible. Um, If Spangenberg gets the start for San Diego, he's second base, third base versus Maeda at 31. Could be a value play. Same with Carlos Azuyahe. For the Padres, at 2,900, a nice value, especially if he's at the top of the order, which sometimes they've been doing in these spots. A super value, and he's been playing pretty well for the most part, and when he plays, he's in the middle of that D-back's lineup. If you're not using Chris Stratton, Daniel Descalso is 2,500 bucks. He's second base, third base eligible. Super value play to help you get some cheaper, like a cheap bat here and there to, to load up on more expensive bats if you pay it for pitching. Descalso could be a very nice play for you there. Let's go to the third base position. Jose Ramirez went deep on Tuesday. He's heating up. He's 4,600. I like that quite a bit. Todd Frazier's playing really well. Prefer versus lefties over righties. He's playing really, really well. You got Bregman at 43. Kingery keeps getting it done. He's third base shortstop eligible at 41. Don't hate that at all in that matchup. You go down farther. You're like Miggy Sano, If you want to fade Carrasco at 4K, um, Kyle Seager at 35 versus Cole could be worth a, a dart if you want to go GPP there. Spangenberg again at 31 as he's second base, third base eligible. Other than that, it looks pretty bleak here at third base. You might have to go up top unless something opens up on lineups get like Devin Morero or Ryu Ruiz or Jose Reyes, who's just horrible. But uh, those are the kind of values you'd be looking at at third base. Shortstop, Carlos Correa. Francisco Lindor stays hot. I mentioned him on Tuesday. Went deep. He's a hometown boy. Narrative is great. Uh, before even, I, I told you, we, on Monday he had 19, Sunday 29, and Saturday 10, he's been crushing the base. Or his last three games, forgot, they didn't play over the weekend. So he's been crushing it, and he goes deep again on Tuesday. So $4,700. bucks. It is Jose Barrios, so be careful, but it's nice. Trey Turner, on the other hand, 4600 leading off for the Nats against Steven Matz. I like a lot. Uh, Got another Steeler or two on Tuesday night, so keep an eye on Trey at 46 in that matchup. Uh, The lefty, Corey Seager at 44 versus Perdomo, could be intriguing. Eduardo Nunez mentioned him at 37. Um, Catel Marte, talked about him already at 34. Freddy Galvez, 32 versus Maeda for a cheapy. Ahmed Rosario at 32 is okay, but uh, J.P. Crawford at 31 versus McCarthy is a value. I don't mind that at all. Uh, The farther down you go, you have to check lineups because it's bleak yet again. Let's go to the outfield and wrap it up. Mikey Trown at 55 is in play. Mookie Betts, three home runs on Tuesday night. He's going to be chalkier than chalk, than chalk, than chalk, than chalk. But he's facing Skaggs at 5,300 and could be in for another multi donk game. So don't hate it at all. Uh, Bryce Harper, people will see the lefty-lefty and maybe think twice. He's still a very, very good hitter. He is Bryce Harper at 5,200, so don't get completely scared off there. I got Reese Hoskins, of course, Springer. JD Martinez at forty nine. He is one of the most dominant hitters in baseball in the last couple of years against left handed pitchers. Exit velocity, hard contact rate, you name it. JD Martinez has it at forty nine, so he might be the top option uh, price wise at this position at four thousand nine hundred bucks. Definitely keep an eye on that. Michael Conforto at forty seven is worth a look for Tanner so Keep him in mind. You know Justin Upton at forty five is okay. Uh, you go down farther. If Jay Bruce gets in the lineup, he's 42 versus Tanner Roark. He's not bad. Jay, Jay, uh, Josh Reddick at 41 versus Leak is in play. Odubel or, 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 or Herrera at 4K. Price tag is coming up. He's been like mid-threes for a while for us, up to 4K. He's still worth a look for Brandon McCarthy hitting third in that lineup. Definitely like that there. Uh, Matt Kemp's on fire, went deep again on Tuesday. Just keeps crushing the baseball. He's 3,900. Perdomo's usually pretty good versus righties, though, so just keep that in mind. Uh, the farther down you go, uh, Peralta for the D-backs at 3,600 versus Stratton could be a nice value play. Uh, McCutcheon hits lefties really well, so if you aren't using Robbie Ray, McCutcheon at 35 gives you some leverage. Uh, Franchi Cordero, mention mentioned him, he's 3,500. Usually, usually, not always, but when he's in the lineup versus righty, he leads off, so this could be a good play at 3,500 versus Kenta Maeda. Farther down you go, you got Cole Calhoun at 34 versus Purcello. I like that. Ender Inciarte at 33 could be intriguing. Marquecas at 32. All possible plays. Uh, if you want to try for a home run or bust, you got Jock Peterson at 33. But just realize it's a home run or bust. Uh, Brandon Nemo leading off at 3K versus Tanner Work like that a ton. Big time upside there. Preston Tucker at 29. Nick Williams at 29. Both nice options in that Phillies-Atlanta game as value plays. Michael A. Taylor versus the lefty Mats at 2,900 could be a nice value as well. Other than that, I'm going to say wait till lineups come out because so there might be a couple of like Austin Jackson and Hunter Pence versus 27 versus Robbie Ray. But, um, yeah, wait and see what lineups come out and see if you can get something a little better there for you. Sorry, my throat's getting really dry. <sighs> um uh, all right, let's recap the pitching for this night's slate. you got Garrett Cole, Carrasco, Mayera, Ray up top. In the middle, you got Tanner Rourke, Vinny Velasquez. Down below, you got Chris Stratton. Let's take a look at your BVP before I send you on your way, as you should kind of understand the stacks we're talking about as we've gone through this, what pitchers we're targeting and whatnot. BVP, uh, Adam Jones, three for four, but small sample. Talking about the Rays versus Cole Hamels. Uh, Sucre, if he catches, 4-for-6 with a double. Adenias Faria, 11-for-29, double, two triples. Carlos Gomez, 6-for-22, double and a homer. Denard Spanzi even 8-for-20 with a double. Wilson Ramos has taken him deep. Joey Votto versus Zach Davies, 8-for-21 with a homer. Jose Peraza, 4-for-12 with a homer. Adam Duvall, 7-for-22 with a double and a homer. Billy Hamilton, 5-for-18, two doubles. So definitely some good history there versus Zach Davies down a little farther, um, Cardinals versus Lester. Ozuna, 3 for 8 with a double and a homer. Jericho, 6 for 19, 2 homers, it's a three sixteen. 16 Molina, 12 for 35, 3 doubles, a homer. Paul DeYong's taking him deep. Tommy Pham's taking him deep. He's uh, giving up 6 homers for that lineup. Curtis Granderson, guy I told you I liked for seeing Kennedy, 6 for 14 with a double and a home run. John Jay, 5 for 12 versus J.A. Happ. Joe Maurer, 12 for 27, Four doubles and a home run versus Carrasco, and he's smoking right now, just absolutely torching the baseball. Uh, let me get you a price on Joe Mauer. I never mention him because who wants to play Joe Mauer? Because it's like three singles and he probably drives guys in. But he's averaging nine point four points a game right now. He's thirty two hundred bucks versus Carrasco. It's not the most ideal guy to fade, but he's hit him very very well. Eddie Rosario three for nine with a homer. Buxton's taking him deep, but Buxton's banged up. You got Miguel Sano five for fourteen with the double. Uh, Lomo three for eight with a double. Those are sitting a buck ninety two, but he's got three homers off of them. us keep those in mind. Francisco Lindor, three for nine with a double off Barrios. Ramirez, three for ten. Nemo, two for three with a homer off Rourke. Adrian Gonzalez, two for six with a double and a homer. Conforto, four for twelve, two doubles and a homer. Todd Frazier, two for eight with a homer. Azurbo Cabrera, three for ten with a double and a homer. As you can tell, they have had some success for Tanner Rourke. Uh Michael A. Taylor, three for twelve with a homer. Weathers Rendon, have all taken Steven Matts deep. Not a lot of big sample sizes on this slate, so let's keep that in mind. Small samples aren't the best. Hunter Pence, he has Team BVP versus Corbin, I warned you. Well, he's also 7 for 13, two doubles versus Ray. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, 4 for 13 with a homer. Panic, 7 for 17 with a double. Posey, 5 for 20, double and a homer. Red Sox, Angels. Cole Calhoun, 7 for 19, two doubles off Ricky Porcello. Kozarks, 3 for 5 with a double. Kinsler 9 for 20, a double and a Triple. Poolholes 9 for 26, three doubles and a homer. Anderson Simmons 5 for 15 with a homer. Trout 7 for 29, two homers. As a team, the Angels hit 311 off of Porcello with seven home runs. So that could be a sneakier stack that we didn't really talk a ton about. But um, Henley Ramirez, 3 for 5, a double and a homer off Skaggs. Gene Segura, 8 for 23, three doubles off of Garrett Cole. D. Gordon, 6 for 10, or 6 for 16, sorry. Altuve, 5-for-16 with a double and a triple off Michael Leak. Uh, Freddie Galvis, 5-for-9 with a double and a homer off Maeda. Corey Spangenberg, 3-for-10 with a double and two homers. Renfro, 4-for-10 with a double and a homer. As a team, small sample in a 46 at-bats. The Potters are 17-for-40, 4 doubles, 4 homers, and 370 off of Maeda. Utley, 4-for-13, two doubles off of Tyson Ross, but that doesn't count because he just got scratched for Luis Perdomo. Cancel that. Well, there you have it, folks. MLB DFS Quick, it's your Wednesday edition. We have two slates that we broke down, six-game early, seven-game late. Go check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. we got a big Wednesday of Italia, Serie A soccer, and Francisco's got all your plays for that action for you soccer dgens out there. Um, we have golf. The Valero Texas Open goes down on Thursday. you got Jesse's picks. You'll have the OADs coming out. you have some stuff from Rob. You'll have the Always Pressing DFS podcast already out there with myself, Jesse, and Rob. Uh, check out Jesse's piece on Fansharesports.com. Great stuff there. Um, again, draft, promo code SDSports for entering a free $3 tournament. I'm on Twitter at BDEntric And come join the Sports DJ Slack chat. The more of you guys we get in there, the more we talk. You guys talk to each other. You talk to me. You talk to whoever else. We could have a lot of fun. We, we talked quite a bit the last couple days, and guys were making some money. So jump in there. It's free. Hit me up for an invite if you need it, or hit up D-Sports DJ to slide into the DMs, and we'll, we'll take care of you. But more importantly, good luck on your Wednesday, your MLB DFS Quick Hits, April 18th edition in the books. I'm out.